to my podcast, Three is a Party, where I make top three lists about things in my life. Special thanks to 183 Tech Literacy and my mom for supporting me since day one. Now sit back and listen closely. Fear, like what I've been going through. You want to get a, a seat in my kitchen? Yeah. So, me and Jesse just set up shop in my closet. Wait, have you seen my closet? I have. You said you showed me a picture. Dude, my closet's the best. You can have that kind of be the ambience mic, and then we'll pass this one around. Cool bet. Introduce yourself, Juan. Wait, first of all, hello everyone. Welcome to Three's a Party. Uh, My name is Jesse. I'm 24. And uh, I have here my friend Juan and Rose on speaker. They are devoted followers of Jesus, and they go to Upper Room. Uh, I've talked about Upper Room a lot. They're one of the homies over there, and they're here with me right now. Juan, introduce yourself. I didn't know where we were starting, but Rose, you want to go first? <laughs> you just said introduce yourself, Juan. <laughs> So okay. I can go. I, yeah, my name I, is Rose. Um, I'm also 24. I um, am also at Upper Room, so get it. And Amen. Yeah, I mean, I do social media for a living. That's pretty much it. Oh, I didn't know that. So, that's Rose. Um, my name is Juan. Don't really got much going on. Bro, you just got. I just wanted to. Yes. I just, I just wanted to rhyme. Okay, jeez. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I'm 23. We'll be 24 in a couple days. But you know, it's it's all good. I'll join the club eventually. What? But yeah, give give the mic back to Jesse. Wait, a couple days. Wait, hey, when's your birthday? Yeah, what? Uh, I won't be in town, so don't worry about it. Wait, is it Saturday? No, it's not Saturday. It's okay. A couple Sundays from now. So if you don't see me on a Sunday, that's because I'm out of town, avoiding okay. avoiding any celebrations. Can't get away from your responsibility. No, I'm actually, actually, we're gonna go prison minister on my birthday, and it's freaking awesome. <laughs> you might there just might be a cake at your place one Sunday. Uh, or you just like that randomly shows up, and you're not gonna know who it's from, but <laughs> you might just have a cake at your place. That would be appreciated. Uh, can, can I request uh, nothing but cakes? <laughs> oh, all right. Rosie. He knows what he wants. Rosie. Dude, I'm a man of class. <laughs> I hear ya. I hear ya. Wait, what day did you say your birthday was? Like, it's what? on uh, March 27th. Let's get it! March 27th. Okay. 24 Club. Go, sir. All right, Jesse. Let us know. Okay. Well, first of all, when we were at service earlier, um, you mean prayer set? Prayer set. Homegirl talked about being in the valley of the shadow of death, and and it never dinged in my head that like he's the scriptures referring to being so close to death, you know. Like, being in the lowest part of that valley that you're as close to death as possible. As in, like, the shadow. Um, uh, But even in that place, like, you know, it says, uh, but I won't have fear. You know, and it's funny we're talking about fear. um, That, like, even through death, or even even close to death, you know. And I, I think what's crazy to me is like i don't think we have a fear of dying but i think what we may have a fear of is like what kind of suffering is going to happen before we die you know like being in that valley of the shadow of death um and so you know that fear that we have like needs to translate to those moments when we're in that valley, you know, when th- when things get like crazy for us. Right now, they're not really crazy, um, but there's a lot of, you know, other countries that are crazy, and uh, and yeah, that, so that just really that spoke to me tonight. Um, what about you? Did you have 
any kind of revelation tonight? Or were you just thinking about Homegirl the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> freaking expose me on your freaking podcast. Dude. He was literally in the back. We were, <laughs> we were in the same row. And then he's just in the back. Just like anxious as frick. Okay, that is not true. That is not true. It was towards he the end to- when I realized that she was there that I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Other than that, we're pretty good the whole time. Um, dude. <laughs> Rose, like, imagine imagine if... Um, hold on. Okay. Imagine you're, like, leaving prayer set, right? You're leaving prayer set, or just like worship, right? And you're in the spirit, and then homie just immediately like comes at you and is like, "Hey, you trying to get coffee?" <laughs> oh yeah, I waited, my guy. Right, right. Like, do you feel like waiting is appropriate, or just like going for it after is appropriate? Rose, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I mean, I. I mean, I think Juan's been waiting for a while, so he was ready to just sort of go for it. Right. And honestly, like, what's the best way to, like, come out of, like, a moment like that than to, like, be, like, sort of seen and loved and valued by someone? Wow. And so, I don't know. I would love it. That's freaking deep. What the heck? <laughs> Thanks. Okay. I was trying to tell him not to. I was like, bro, let her have her moment right now. Like, <laughs> we're drunk right now, bro. Like, hold on. Jeez. And I guess you waited a little bit, but yeah, I, yeah. Guess, I guess it worked out. Dang, that's crazy. Dude. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of kind of want to backtrack. Uh, before we even turned on the mic, when me and Rose were talking about like fear of the Lord. Okay. I don't know. There's, this is a quote I read earlier today. Um... By John Bevere, I think that's how it's pronounced, but it's like the more extensive our comprehension of God's greatness, the greater our capacity for fear or reverence of Him. Like, what does that mean to you guys? I think you need to read that again. Right. <laughs> Literally, saying, I was like, well, hold on, hold on, <laughs> one more time. Go ahead. The more extensive our comprehension of God's greatness, the greater our capacity for fear or reverence of him. God, God's greatness. Jesse, I think you need to take this away first. Okay, 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 okay. So, uh, the Lord, he gave me a vision during service yesterday. Ooh. Um, and he, he, it was like an image. He gave me an image when Aaron was saying to like magnify the Lord. I literally thought of like a magnifying glass and and the lord immediately brought me to like mount zion like a mountain and so i would see the mountain kind of from far away but then i would see the top of the mountain through the magnifying glass and then see the lord sitting on there you know and and so i think when we put the lord in his place like where he rightfully is and like you said like understand his greatness um then we understand like he's king, you know, and that comes with some kind of like respect and, and almost like fear of uh, not of his authority because he's like the good shepherd, um, but fear that that he can do what he wants, you know, that he has my life totally in his hands. That's what I think. How do you feel about that, Rose? It's interesting because he can do what he totally wants, like, to do. And, like, he could, like, insert his fear of the Lord on us. But, like, he's very, like, gentle in how he actually, like, gives it to us. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't force us to fear him. But it's a very, it's great. It's, like, it's, like, just, like, walking in relationship. Like, you don't want to wrong him. Yeah. Hurt him. Like, the more you get to know him. And, he, and he's kind um even in the way he leads us to repentance he doesn't leave it lead us to repentance out of like an aggressiveness it's just love yeah i think often we just have a misunderstanding of what fear looks like and fear is actually um christ it's dying to oneself um you said fear is christ 
fear fear is like what Christ did. So okay, let me let me expand. Like fear is the fear of the Lord. Like Christ let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. My brain is whatever you're feeling, Rose. No pressure. I mean, we're just we're picking your brain is all, and I'm just dropping stuff. But no pressure. Okay. No pressure. So, um. So the fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom, and right. Fear. We get fear just out of I think deeper love and intimacy with Him, and we and we think of fear as being something tyrannical and authoritative and Mm -hmm. that's all consuming when it really fear is all consuming but not in the ways that we have interpreted our mind and and it's love and who is love it's christ wow yes that was what i was trying to get at do you think that like the 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 devil tried to like twist the idea of fear before we had the fear of the Lord, so that we would actually have the wrong idea of fear. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, I do. I want, I want so in on good. this. I want in on this. Because um, I briefly mentioned it to Rose when we were at the at the stadium like two days ago. Right, okay. But I feel a lot of people... All right, I'm, a, I'm about to go down some rabbit holes. Here. Yeah, come on. All right, so I feel a lot of the times it's... Um, we try to comprehend a fear out of our own like understanding. Um, but it's deeper than that. Like mm-hmm. fear of the Lord is so much deeper than the fear that we kind of know. Um, and this fear that most people know is the spirit of fear, which is unholy and ungodly and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then there's fear of the Lord, which is um, a manifestation of the Lord. Wow. Yeah. Um, and in Jeremiah chapter i literally just read it a second ago i just pull it up give me a second what'd you say like chapter 34 32 20 yeah no 32 40 what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) wow rose yeah rose way to pass the test come on so uh jeremiah chapter 32 40 and i will make an everlasting covenant with them that i will not turn away from doing them good but I will put my fear in their hearts so that they will not depart from me. It's just wow. really fascinating because it's like when we fear the Lord, I truly believe that's when we start hating what he hates and loving what he loves. Right. Yeah, yeah. We get closer to him. No, that's so funny because like it says, uh, I will give them the fear of the Lord so that they don't depart from me. And usually fear wants us to depart from whatever is causing that fear. You know, we want to run away from that. But his fear draws us closer to him. It's actually, yes, and it also gives us wisdom, and it's for our good. Yes. So, it's actually really fascinating. Um, it's like, the beginning of all wisdom and understanding is from the fear of the Lord, which is in Psalms. No, sorry, Proverbs. No, Proverbs, yeah. Um, <laughs> damn, I lost my train of thought. My goodness. Hey, I was thinking about Proverbs. Every time I think about fear, I think about Proverbs. Uh, specifically, Proverbs 31. Which is like we're talking about. It's talking about the girl. Life, yeah. <laughs> if she don't got the fear of the Lord, yo, let me find me a Proverbs thirty-one woman. Sure. Right, Proverbs thirty-one. Speaking of, girl. I need to respond. Thirty-one girl. She texted you back. Yeah, she's like Saturday or Sunday. I'm like, let's do Sunday. Okay, but yeah. Pause everything. <laughs> yeah, because you know I already made plans on Saturday with the homies. Yeah. Wow, a guy who puts his friends first. What a G. Yay. Okay, bros, you're on this side now. Amen. The bros come first, always. Wow. <laughs> I'm so blessed. <laughs> That's awesome. We will not name names, but Juan has a date. And it's on Sunday. She's a she's a woman of God too. She's a log. Okay, how does a, a log? Hey, 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 you're using my terms. Let's go. A log, bro. Man, that's freaking funny. Okay, so I'm responding. How does Sunday before afternoon service sound? Okay, squeeze it in like what two o'clock? Yeah. What do you, what do you think of that response? Wait, say it again. So she's like, uh, I work 9 to 5. Maybe Saturday or Sunday might be best. I'm like, how does Sunday before afternoon service? 
Yeah, that's perfect. Dope. Dude, this is like setting off a bomb. All right, going back on the fear of the Lord. Um, it's really fascinating because I really believe most people don't understand that the fear of the Lord and love of the Lord are actually one in one. Uh, you can't have, well, you can't wow. have full comprehension of love of God if you don't have an understanding of his fear. Wow. And you can't have fear of the Lord if you don't have comprehension of his love. So people who just um, focus on the love are missing half of the story. And people who focus just on the fear of the Lord are missing the other half. Wow, yeah. uh, you have to have full comprehension of both. Um, and I think it's when we start having full comprehension of both that we start experiencing a deeper relationship with the Lord. Um, it's like one of those terms that's thrown around very lightly and loosely is the term where it's like, I'm a friend of God or that God is my friend. And uh, when you go through the Bible, it's mentioned only a handful of times uh, in the Old Testament, like people who are considered friends. And these were men who were like feared the Lord, that would, they would do anything God asked them to do in a heartbeat. These were people who talked to the Lord and literally changed the Lord's mind. Um, you can see this with uh, Abraham when he was talking yeah. um, to the Lord and saying like, hey, don't burn Sodom and Gomorrah if you find like 50 righteous people. And the Lord's like, all right, cool. If I find 50 righteous people, I won't burn it down. Um, and I feel a lot of us, we don't have that relationship with the Lord, but we, it kind of just reminds me of the quote that Alyssa Smith said. It's like, what are you pretending not to know? And it's like, we are pretending wow, that we actually heck? have a deeper relationship with God than we really do. When in reality, most of our relationships, I say most of us, because I kind of want to include myself in there because I feel mine isn't where it should be. Right. But most of us have a relationship with the Lord that's very surface level. And we go off of like, oh, the Lord loves everyone. He agapes everyone. That's true. But we'll never get deeper than that agape love. We never get into that family love or that friend love. When he starts sharing his deepest that secrets with phileo us. That love, bro. That's brotherly love. That's oh, yeah, you're right. That's a different thing. Um, but, and, the, and the thing is, too, is like if we actually comprehended fear of the Lord, like we would have a sense of urgency attached to that where we would actually start sharing the gospel mm, like it was yeah. like nobody's business. And we would actually start caring about the things that are on the Lord's heart instead of just like selfishly focusing on fulfilling our own desires all the time. Yes. Oh, Rose. Yes. No, yes. I literally have a testimony of that too. I had felt like coming off of uh, Maranatha, really off of like the Young Adults Retreat, uh, I had such a sense of urgency and I was like, man, I have to move over here. I got to come to Dallas. Da, da, da. Like I was, I just felt like I didn't have any time to waste, you know? And, um, I didn't make very many moves and I was just like feeling bad. And I was like, man, Lord, I feel like you're really calling me over here and, and all this and all that, like to Dallas and da, da, da. And then, and finally it, it wasn't until like months later where I realized like that sense of, the sense of urgency isn't so that I can move to Dallas. It's so that I can preach the gospel, you know, it's so that I can like tell more people about him. I didn't have to like be like for real, you know, cause I, I really wanted to move over here quick and me and Ray were talking about this and that and, you know, trying to make plans. And finally it was just like, it clicked in my head that that sense of urgency was more about telling people the good news and and, and on his return, you know, that, that he's coming and that we got to be ready for it. We got to be prepared. We do got to be prepared. All right, I got Nobody a... knows the time or hour. I got a question uh, for you guys. Hit us. Why do you think uh, Christians don't share the gospel? I have reasons, so I'll let you guys go first. I mean, I just don't think we really have a, a, a grasp on what, like, Jesus did for us. Like, I think if we really did, yes. and, like, if we really let it, like, penetrate and, like, transform our lives, like, we would actually share the gospel. And I think, secondly, it's like we don't have a, like, I think we see a lot of people who actually share the gospel. Like, one characteristic that they have that a lot of believers just on a day-to-day basis don't is the zeal of the Lord. Like, if they actually had, like, zeal mm. inside of them, they would just even just carry it 
differently and they just like couldn't contain they wouldn't be able to contain it you know yeah that's what i think yes i'm in full agreement i think um like you said if we would allow allow the lord to like penetrate our hearts then it, then it would naturally come out it's something we'd want to share and and I, I agree with that because, like, in the, the Thursday class I've been going to, like, all the heart stuff and all that, um, Grace, one of the leaders, she talked about how, like, you know, we as Christians, we try so hard to go around and heal people when we need healing ourselves. Amen. Yes. You know? And, and if we were to really, like, seek inner healing and let the Lord move in us, like, wholeheartedly then it would come natural. That would be our testimony that the Lord has moved in our lives. You know, we wouldn't have to like recite this and that and, you know, go to scripture to hopefully like let that be in someone's heart. Like we can just let real life wonders and signs, you know, we can let the power of the gospel like be what moves people, what brings people to Jesus. Um, and like, I know for me, that's, that's like really where it's at. And I mean, the other half is like, my freaking anxiousness or whatever, you know, if I, especially if I, if I feel like the Lord wants me to tell someone something and, and, um, I'm just like waiting it out or I'm like, oh, I'm going to find my moment. Then it just gets worse for me. This fool's whipping out a whole throwing axe. Okay. Um, hatchet, a hatchet. Right. Um, feel manly. <laughs> right, 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 right. I wasn't feeling manly. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but it, okay. It's also like just the reality is like you probably have fear of man. Yeah. And you don't have again what we've been talking about, the fear of the Lord. Like in in the in the way that you should. Like like the all consuming, like it, it transforms your life, like you can't hold back. Like you you just you have a wrong perception on on what on what's happening. It's going to judge you at the end of the day. Right, yeah. You think that people are gonna judge you at the end of the day, but the reality is Jesus, God, is going to be the one that judges. Yeah. Righteous. But that's just so, it's so, and I totally agree. And I, like, cause that's what I was thinking too when Juan brought up the question. And now I was like, immediately I was like, well, fear of man, you know, fear of like rejection or of being judged. Um, and I, and I definitely feel that. I feel, um, I'll get scared that like I will get rejected or that, you know, that, uh, that they will say something about me, or the, the situation will get like swirly or something, you know. Swirly. Um, swirly. But but I don't know like why that is. I don't understand how like. I want to know what Juan's answer is because he said he had a good one. Yeah, and he got his hatchet out for it. So go ahead, I had bro. To feel All right, it's so, gonna be solid. So I was thinking of going a few different places, um, but really feel on two different things and kind of just want to again focus like we guys were hitting on the love of the lord and fear of the lord and i want to start off first with like the love of the lord um if the lord is someone we truly love he would come up in our conversation all the time he would always because if when you meet somebody and you start talking and getting to know them the first thing that they're going to go to especially when it's like small talk is things they love and the reason they do that is because it's easy to talk about the things you love the most so if within the first 5 minutes you're not mentioning like the lord that's mainly because he's not your main priority and wow. so especially when you're like trying to share the gospel if you're like taking too long it's because you're not necessarily don't really have that urgency what you guys are saying now, going on the fear of the Lord, it's really fascinating. Um, it's just, with the fear of the Lord, I'm just kind of reminded of, um, this one. This one's a little heavy, and it's like, kind of heavy. It's a lot of heavy, but just reminded of Revelation 21.8, where it says, cowards, uh, liars, sinners, and all these things. Uh, They're not going to get into inherit, the Yeah, inherit the lake of fire. Mm -hmm. And I just want to focus on cowards, and... My Sheesh. thing is, is because, like, what do you mean, cowards? And I truly believe that list is going by, like, the most shamed upon. So, it's interesting that it says cowards, because I truly believe it's people who know the word, but were just too scared to share the word. And I, that's where the fear of the Lord comes into play, where it's, when we fear the Lord, we just do not care about anybody else's response, or right, if we get kicked out of, yeah, like, right. if we get kicked out of groups, if we get kicked out of friend groups, of 
we lose family. That's even the big one. It's like, I know of people who've like been disowned by their family because they said, no, I'm following Jesus. And it's like, they, they saw like what it means to love and fear God. And yeah, there's more to it. I also think uh, reasons Christians don't uh, share the gospel as much is because they don't really know the gospel. Um, yep. Or they don't really believe the gospel, which is a crazy one, but I think there's believers out there that don't necessarily believe the full gospel. Um, they just kind of like this feel-good Sunday thing. And, yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, I just want to second the verse you quoted. It says, But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral... Sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. But you notice cowards is first. Right. That, uh, like, that's, before that's unbelievers. It says bit, cowards before it says unbelievers. Therefore, implying that those cowards were believers. Wow. Dude, it's freaking wild. So, where do you guys think that you are still acting like a coward? today me yeah or are you i was kind of scared not? to ask her out what do you mean that was uh my daily <sighs> yeah, cowardness you, i mean you went with it you went for it though you like overcame that dude that's because you're yeah you're, like, you did total bro. <laughs> you kept her roommate away <laughs> D- don't gas me up bro. um i think like yeah my my cowardice is like Um, it's, it's definitely on sharing it, but, but it's like something deeper than that. Because I talk about my own faith all the time, you know, like I'm at work and I'm in there singing and I talk about what the Lord is doing in my life. And like everyone at my job knows about like the USM interview and stuff. So like, I have no problem talking about how the Lord is moving in my life. You know, I guess I, I struggle with like telling people how he could move in in theirs you know what i mean and like and how i can approach them in a way that they'll understand i I think i just worry about to uh worry too much about how they'll um not receive it maybe worry about how they'll receive it you know or like how they should be receiving it if i'm saying the right thing or not you know maybe it's a little bit of like me overthinking it um but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and it'll get to the point where like, I just won't even say it. Cause I'm like, ah, it's, I probably won't even say it right. Or da, da, da. Um, it gets like really anxious. I get really anxious, you know, saying it or like thinking, even thinking about sharing it. Dude, I'm excited for that trip. We're going to yeah, take Yeah, That's dude. why this faith trip Rose, bro. Me and Juan are going on a faith trip next month. Let's get it, guys. Where are y'all yeah. heading? Flint, Michigan. <laughs> For no reason. Let's go. Michigan needs it. Michigan hey. needs the gospel. So I told Wade, uh, like, if this was, I sort of told him, like, hey, I feel like everyone has to get up at a restaurant, not just one person. <laughs> so basically, um, everybody that's on this trip will have to get up at wherever we're having breakfast or dinner. And they're gonna have to get everyone's attention and share their testimony and the gospel. I love it. You guys are going full force. So uh, we have to, bro. So Jesse is gonna do that. Yeah, I, mean, I am. I have to overcome it, man. That's literally yeah. that, that's the verse before that. Dang it! I closed the freaking book. But the uh, book is the Bible, my God. Sorry, you're right. Uh, the the verse before the one we just read it says, "He who overcomes <clears throat> shall inherit all things." And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. See, and I'm trying to be his son, bro. I'm not trying to be in this freaking lake of fire. That's freaking, that's too much. So yeah, that'll that will be cool. That'll be next month, and I'm I am excited though for sure. I bought my ticket today, so it's official. Nice, official. dude. I can't okay. wait for y'all. Y'all better come back with thousands Oof. of testimony. Oof. It's only a three day trip, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you kidding me? Expect big things yes i say thousands because a hundred is too small face oh hello shots fired dude Dude. amen (laughs) man so that's 
That's a crazy thing. Kind of what you're saying, it's like being his son. Um, I feel when people think of like why Jesus came, uh, they think like so he could die for our sins and then we could be redeemed. But I truly believe the reason that Jesus came was so that we may know him. Yeah. Wow. I think when we start seeing things that way, it just changes the perspective. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. like, how would, like, would you be okay with getting to know Jesus and that's it? Like, what if, who was it? Was it Paul that straight up said, I would be willing, hold up, let me, let me find the exact verse before I start. But you, you would be willing to die for the Jewish people and, like, go into the depths of hell if it yes. meant, like, they wow. could all be saved. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I think that's in Romans. It we, probably is in Romans. We love a woman of God. Check Rose. Guys, yeah, follow guys, Rose on Instagram. Come on. This like, log right here. Right. Like. Y'all missing D, out. Like, DM me. Oh. Me and Jesse will screen you out. And if you're good enough for our homie Rose, we'll set up a blind date. Yeah, we'll we'll set it up. You got to get through us first. We'll have you on the pod, ask you a few questions. Also, guys, we need uh, the urban boys out here. Um, <laughs> preferably yeah. no jocks. Uh, I'll interview a few jocks, but... Right, we don't judge. We we want some style. We, oh. like, if you have no yes. style, you're out, my guy. Right, because Rose be dressing, bro. And she ain't trying to roll with someone who ain't Dude, dressing. She be having swag. Like, I don't have swag. My right. swag is gym shorts and a t-shirt. No, honestly, the fit yesterday, Rose, <laughs> I was going to say something, but the fit yesterday was fire. Like, that shirt, it was like a soft blue, and it was like... Had a, it was like a nice material too. Like y'all, she has nice stuff. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not even just like. Not gonna lie, I totally forgot. Didn't pay attention to what Rose was wearing yesterday. You missed out. You missed out. Buddy. Jesse, I appreciate the shout out. I yeah. appreciate the shout out, guys. Also, it was a corduroy choice. Corduroy choice. Sure, I can't see shirt. It looked um, nice. But um, thanks, guys. I'm mostly thrift, so <laughs> you know where to find me. Hey. Wait, wait, wait. You're not trying to let them find you yet. We need to screen them yet, first. Okay, but like how many I mean, thrift shops are there in Dallas, you know? At least three, bro. Uh, right, that's what I'm saying. So like they're going to have to be searching for... Dude, what if they work at the thrift shop? Rose got a secret admirer at this thrift shop she be shopping at. Ooh. Ooh. No, I'm finding new thrift shops where I live. It's all up in the air. Oh, yeah. You're not even in Dallas. Yeah. I'm not even in Dallas. Freaking, freaking. No, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't, don't reveal her location. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. We got some weirdos up in here. Right. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Wait, okay. You're talking about Paul. You, you, you were saying. Uh, oh, dude. But yeah, that's like. Like, what? what is that? Like, you know, it's just like such a love that's like, how do I put this? Words. Lord Jesus, give me words. I feel like he got to the point where he got a total understanding of what it means to love others. And he got, like, God's heart. Like, he had his heart and urgency um, for the Lord. And mm-hmm. when he got yeah. just blinded by the Lord, he realized what's truly important. And it's like, just to basically grow his kingdom and it's like he was willing to make give everything up just so others could understand and get to know him because it's dude it freaking blows not knowing god like dude straight up why are you laughing because i feel that i feel (laughs) i remember like not knowing him i was i don't remember who i was talking to or what the situation was or what but I got in a moment not too long ago where I was like, man, there was really a time, like, before I was baptized. Oh, it was Colin. I was talking to Colin that night. We were at TCU, and I was just telling him my testimony, um, and just, like, how going back to these things that I was in, like, before the Lord, it just, it trips me out, because, like, Wow, you like actually shaved a little bit of hair off. I know. That's crazy. This fool's sh- the- Rose, this fool is using the hatchet to like shave his beard right now. What? Are you serious? What the I think heck? a video so <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I saw some hair come off. That was crazy. 
Um, you take no, it's sharp, dude. But right, but uh, so like I, I, I told, I mentioned it a little bit the other day, but uh, um, when we were at TCU, you know, I had been part of a Bible study with a girl, and so going back there and just like seeing the room that like we had the Bible study in, <laughs> it just. It was just so crazy to me how far I had gone from that room, you know, to where I was at now, like with y'all. Like, what a way for the Lord to redeem me, you know, at TCU in that situation. Because it's, it's funny because, like, I was, it was Bible study, but was I really seeking the Lord? No, I was just kind of, like, there with homegirl, you know. Um and, and now finally, I mean, being with you guys, I was seeking the Lord and all of a sudden, you know, you guys pop up and it's just awesome how like the Lord, um, um, yeah, just, just like brings, brings things like full circle, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah, being, being without God is definitely lame. And if you don't know God podcast <laughs> listeners, um, now's the time. Maybe not this very instant. Yeah. Maybe it is this very instant. Maybe there's something in your spirit just wanting to stand up and you've been slouching, you know? And that's okay because, sheesh, I was, sl- I was at TCU slouching, bro. I was trying to holler at this girl, reading Genesis all at the same time, you know? It just, <laughs> it was not it. But today's the day that the Lord has made, you know? And uh, you can really find true self Ow. as one cuts himself <laughs> <laughs> like actually <laughs> it's okay Jeez. that's so good yeah today is the day of salvation i'll be right back i'm gonna go throw some alcohol yes i'm just like imagine hearing that from like jesus rose like him actually walking up to you because he said that who did he say that to uh homie who like gave half his stuff away right I'm trying, I'm trying to, I don't, I don't know, actually. I need to, I need to find out. Because it, it was, it was right after, I believe it was right after other homie who was like, what do I need to do to, you know, be part of your kingdom or to, like, find salvation? And Jesus was like, sell all your stuff, get it all out of here. And he was like, oh, sorry, can't do that. And then that's when Jesus was like, oh, how tough it is for the rich to get into heaven. It's easier for a camel to walk into a needle's eye than... And the rich, and then like shortly after, someone comes up and is like, "I just sold all half of my stuff, and you know, I want to be part of what you're doing." And then that's when the Lord is like, "Today is the day. Today is the day. Today, salvation has come to this place." And that's just so cool because like, you can quote that like every day. Like every day, we're like saved. Not to be like cliche, you know, but it's like a real reality when you wake up in salvation. You know, in in like you just continuously giving up things in your life so that you get closer to the Lord or so that you become more part of his will. You partake full, fuller, you know, in his will. Um, and it's like, it's a, a deeper level of salvation or really sanctification. You know, I guess salvation is more of like a final statement and then sanctification is kind of the growing aspect. But yeah, just a, like a deeper level of that. So yeah, I just, I really like that verse. Today's the day. Yeah, it's always, like, sweet to declare, too. Because, like, you can just always say in a full confidence. Because he said it. Today's the day of salvation. Amen. Yes. And it's so simple. And we can just, wherever we go, we can wake up and we can just be like, today's the day of salvation. And we don't necessarily have to see salvation ourselves, but I think even just, like, make something in our spirit walk a little bit differently think mm-hmm. about life and a new perspective where we're actually living just more on mission and less for our own um fruition mm-hmm. not to Ooh. rhyme but yeah i felt that one. Oh my gosh friend no we're good bro one got chopped up see the over here messing with things shouldn't be messing with Dude, Tino, I guess. The, hey, yeah, honestly, when that happened, immediately I was like, that's the Bible right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's sharp, bro. Two-edged sword, man. Okay. Um, I kind of left for a little bit because I had to go get some... Um, <laughs> some first aid. <laughs> some first aid. <laughs> <laughs> this fool. Um, but, shoot. Okay, we're good now. My thumb's safe. Um, Do you have anything you want to say to a listener right now who... Maybe it's debating on whether they should follow the Lord or not. 
Yeah. Um, dude, just freaking do it. <laughs> Literally what I was thinking. Freaking do it. <laughs> okay, do it. but I will say this. Um, a simple prayer will not save you, and one saved, always saved. Is a, I truly do not believe on that. Um, to an extent, because I feel those words are misinterpreted. Did it did it. Um, <laughs> and like hear me out so the reason I say those words are kind of misinterpreted is because when people say and hear one saved always saved like okay cool I make this prayer and then I'm good for life and it's like you meet a lot of people like that especially down here in the bible belt um, and it just creates lazy Christians and yeah. Yeah. I, the reason I don't believe that I is because of the story of Moses um he freed the Israelites out of, what is it, Egypt, mm-hmm. and they were going to the promised land. And here's where I find the correlation with that story in us, is, yes, the Israelites were freed from Egypt, so they're saved, and they're already saved. And that's how it is with us. We're freed from the world, so we're free from our sins or whatever things were bounding us in the past. And we never have to go back to that. But just because we are freed from those things doesn't mean we'll make it to that promised land. And for us, that promised land is heaven. So it's like, when we say once saved, always saved, it just creates this sense of misunderstanding where it's like, okay, cool, I've been saved, now I'm good to go to heaven, when in reality there's just so much going on. Right. It makes it makes nice? us makes us feel like we don't have to do anything. We don't have to like walk that journey to the promised land. Yeah. And like somehow we'll just Rose, what do you think? I mean, I think we have assurance in our salvation. Oh yeah, based on the promises of what based the Bible on says. The promises. And I mean, like once you are saved, like you were led by the Holy Spirit. Or you would hope that, you know, that people would be starting to walk in freedom. And walking away and repenting and right, from and their that's the seal, so, right? The Holy Spirit. That, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I mean, there's been times where I've like asked for salvation again, like in my life, but I don't think. I mean, as not, I just don't reject the Holy Spirit. Don't turn away from His voice. I guess is like what I have to add to that, because mm-hmm. I think like that's ultimately the marker of like if you're for Him. Um, and if you are, you're listening to his voice, you're tuning to him, um, you're doing what he's asking or requiring of you, but if you're not listening to him, I think you're, you're rejecting him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, like, the spirit is real. Like, in in Acts something, like, the first few chapters of Acts, homie, like, lies against the spirit. Are you talking and about... And drops uh... dead, bro. Stop! That one gets me. Bro, I I read that like not even that long ago, and I was like, "What the heck?" He was talking about because it was about like money or something, you know. And he and like he was talking about how he was given money, but he was taking some of it. I guess the money they were gathering, he was taking some of it for himself. Yeah, they were being unfaithful. I think it was like the tide. Was it the tide? So oh, it wasn't the time. Um, oh no! So it was that time where everybody in the church was just giving everything to the church, and oh, they yeah. sold their property. Yeah. And said, "Hey, this is the full amount." Uh, when it wasn't the full amount, so this dude just drops dead, and he's like, "Hey, take him out." Then the wife comes in, and it's like they ask him, "Like, is this the full amount?" And she drops dead because she lies as well. So then my question is, what do you think those guys were thinking that were taking those bodies out? It's like, these dudes are just dropping people. Like, this, shoot. Hey, hey. They were thinking the fear of the Lord. Right! Oh, literally. Back to fear of the Lord. That's the fear of the Lord right there. <laughs> oh, man. What was his? Ananias. That was the dude's name. Was that his name? Yeah, it was Ananias. Are you sure? Straight up, no cap. I have to fact Google check. it, bro. No, I'm a, the Bible's right here. And this freaking hatchet's right here. So, it's like, you have Ananias, the one that shared with Paul, and then you have a different Ananias, oh. which is this Ananias. Oh, okay. Then maybe I believe that. So, it's like two different Ananias. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yo, Matthias, though? Staying loyal through the whole process and then getting chosen at the end after Judah? Come on. 
that story really speaks to me, to be honest. Because I just can't imagine... Well, I, I can, obviously, but just thinking about how loyal he was through the whole walk, you know, and Jesus' walk, and not being, quote-unquote, like, in a, an apostle, but then being faithful through it all, and then being chosen to be one. Like, that's just... That's just really cool to me. He got chosen. Those got chosen. Right. I hope I get chosen. Aren't we all chosen? Are we? God definitely created you in the beginning of time. Ooh, amen. Or thought of you. Um, yeah, I think we're all chosen. Many, many, was it many are called few were chosen? Ooh. Yeah, so I'm like, are we all chosen? Good question. Someone asked me that the other day. I just lost like a pint of blood. <laughs> yeah, Juan is really trying to like Dude, get I'm his life together over out. here. It's kind of crazy. I'm really trying to look for this homie who drops, bro. Dude, the fact that I have all these things on hand lets you know this is a common occurrence. <laughs> 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 That's deep. Alright, I'm gonna go get water. Okay. A lame man healed. Are, is there a book in the Bible you've yet to read, Rose? Me? Mm hmm. Yeah, there is. Um, I haven't fully read through, like, numbers. Mm. Yeah. So I wanna go through numbers. And also, I haven't. I don't think I've ever fully read through Exodus either. What? That, I know. I need to hit it up. Yeah, Exodus is fire, bro. I've read portions of it, and it, it, it goes off. It's actually sure. crazy. It's like, those first five books, well, I mean, Genesis is like its own beast, just in itself. There's just so many things going on in Genesis, like 50 chapters, and each one of them have their own, like, character. It's just, it's amazing, but it's crazy. Uh, but once you get to Exodus and go through, um, you know, Exodus, um, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteron like all, all those like next four, it's just all about Moses and like what happens after that. And there's just so much detail um, and and like so much uh, so much foundation in there, you know. Of like of like the law, and I know it's it's different now for us. We're not necessarily under that covenant anymore, um, but just understanding like the Lord's heart in that, you know, because Paul says like once we once we get to know Jesus, like that veil is lifted, you know, the veil is torn. Uh, but uh, kind of like you know Moses had a veil when he would go see God because, or when he would see the people because his face would so would be so messed up from seeing God. Uh, but it was that veil that is is lifted and and it happens when we believe in Jesus and then read the beginning of the Bible we we start seeing Jesus in that you know we start being open to like the Lord's heart in the beginning and the Lord's heart in Exodus and in the 10 commandments you know and in the the tabernacle and all that so it's like really fascinating it too yeah, I definitely, I'm going to get on that. Yeah, Please dude. Catch me next week. I'll read through it. Hey. Amen. Well, then we could do a commentary on Exodus. OMG. I'll be busy uh, next week. With homegirl or what? No, I'm actually going <laughs> to So, Saturday uh, morning, I'm going to go visit my buddy. Um, my closest, like, this dude was my roommate for three years in college. And... He just had a baby. Oh, so, no way. His so, little family. Yeah, I'm going to go visit him and his wife and, you know, got to go so cute. support the homie. We love that. Do you want kids, Juan? Dude, I'm trying to have three kids and an accidental fourth. <laughs> You're also the one that has to get pregnant. Ooh, look, that's look. a word. Look, <laughs> homegirl, whoever she might be, whoever I end up marrying, I hope she wants kids. Oh, she'll ha definitely. I feel like having wanting kids is like a biblical thing. Mm. Like it says be to, like, fruitful go and multiply. multiply. Here's the yeah, thing. And I, 
you don't multiply until you have four. You've replaced if you have two. You're almost there if you have three. You don't fulfill it until you have four. So therefore, you cannot say you've Whoa. been fruitful and multiplied until you have That's four. That's a freaking word, And is that bro. me taking things out of context? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I kind of felt that, though. What the hey, heck? honestly, if you just put up, like, enough... Um, just say something confident enough, people will be like... Right, that's what it was. It was how you said it. it was exa- that's exactly what it was. Like, damn, this fool knows what he's talking about. I was, like, trying to math check it, but you were still going on, and I was like, okay, whatever, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in that's what? Scary. That's scary, because that's how we le- believe false, false teaching, and that's how we can get led astray. Mm. Honestly, it'd be like that. Mm-hmm. But... Mm. God still uses the mouth of fools to bring him, bring people to himself. Wow, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Rose, do you want to pray us out? Sure, I would love to. Okay. All uh, right. We're reaching God, out God, we just thank you for your presence. Um, we thank you for the reality of what you did on the cross. Lord, I have prayed over Jesse, Juan, and over anyone listening to this podcast episode, that you would just instill a deep fear of the Lord in our hearts. Yes. That would penetrate our beings, God, that would seep into our relationships with people. Lord, that we would see people walking on the street, and we would just burn with zeal and start sharing the gospel of them. Lord, I pray that nothing would hold us back um, from contending of, of the things that are on your heart already. Uh, we just want you, Jesus. We want to be with you. We desire intimacy with you. Lead us to your presence. Um, just we want to know you. We bless your name. We seal this in Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening, Broristas. Uh, I love y'all, and I will catch you guys on the flippity flip. Stay blessed.